Titan MRI, and they'll even have your scan read same day. So tell your doctor, refer you to Titan MRI, or call them at 672-6644 today. Welcome to Hoop There It Is with WRUF Steve Russell and ESPN basketball analyst Mark Wise. Hoop There It Is, brought to you by Crime Prevention Security Systems and Titan MRI. Now, let's go to the studio with Steve and Mark on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't know what happened here. <laughs> oh my flag. Oh my I knocked the flag down. <laughs> I got all kinds of issues here. Uh, oh boy. Okay. Uh sorry about that's that. That's okay. Welcome into another edition of Hoop There It Is. Uh I'm Steve Russell alongside Mark Wise. Brad's gonna produce our program today as long as everything is good and we don't Fall off our chairs. I'll try not else. to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, obviously, a lot to talk about today. G- Gators. Let's knock on wood. We'll finally get a chance to play a game here uh, against a suddenly resurgent uh, Arkansas team, uh, and we're going to take you around Michigan after three weeks off. Right, right. Uh, beats a ranked team, and uh, Drake and that league now, Mark, because they split. Might get two in the tournament. Yeah, I thought it was the most important win in the country yesterday in terms of a conference. Um, remember, Drake is playing without Hemphill, uh, their leading scorer, best player, um, who just went under foot surgery, and they hope to have him back by the NCAA tournament. If Drake is in it, Loyola went in there and waxed him pretty good because the Missouri Valley is one of those leagues that are playing two games at the same site each weekend. So they won easily, and then yesterday it was it was kind of ugly down the stretch. End of regulation uh, was forty five forty five, if that gives you any in- indication. So from that standpoint, uh, it was a good win for Drake, great win for Drake, but a more important win for the Missouri Valley. Mark, I want to talk a little bit. Uh, well, before I get going here, um, if you want to give us a call, uh, you can do so three nine two eight two five five on the Campus USA phone line. Talk hoops. With Mark, we have a lot of ground to cover today. Um, if you have not played, and we don't know how much they've practiced either right. in a long time. Right. Uh, you know, you could look at this and say, well, that's bad, it's a negative. But, I mean, you've coached. Yeah. Okay. How much could that, does that affect things for Florida? I think that's the great mystery. Uh, I, even Michigan yesterday looked discombobulated in the first half, and then they were marvelous in the last 15 minutes of that game uh, on the road at, at Wisconsin. Uh, St. Louis had the long layoff and came back and lost their first two games in, in league play. Florida State uh, had a long layoff and just um, was very fortunate to win Saturday. Uh, they got Scotty Barnes to make that coast-to-coast finish to tie the game against Wake Forest, and they won in Wake in uh, overtime. Um, I I think as a general rule, um, you're you're a little you know um, short on air because usually if you're shut down, I mean, it's hard to get five on five stuff. So you can do individual workouts and you can run some wind sprints. But there is nothing like playing five-on-five. It's a different kind of cardiovascular event. And so it'll be interesting. And they're going to play a team uh, in Arkansas uh, tomorrow night that will trap the ball. 
uh, randomly at times. So there's sometimes you're just going to have to make basketball plays. Um, Arkansas has won six in a row, I think. Um, they they beat Missouri at Missouri the other day. Now, Missouri did not play with Jeremiah Tillman, who was attending a, a family funeral. That's a big piece of their puzzle. But nonetheless, they won the game in overtime, and it was really an important win for Arkansas on their resume. Arkansas's resume is only lacking quality wins. They have no hiccups whatsoever. They played a very poor non-conference schedule. I say that with a caveat because a lot of your non-conference schedules you did not have a lot of control over. But nonetheless, it is what it is, and it's somewhere in the 200, somewhere around 240 in non-conference. So they need quality wins. But right now, Arkansas uh, safely in, and I thought Arkansas and LSU um, closer to the bubble than safely in both won on Saturday, now safely in. I know Missouri didn't have Tillman, but they're an odd, they're a can be difficult team sometimes. Yeah. And then Tennessee, Mark, they can't score. Well, I, I've been saying that yeah. for a while. I, I think they're trying to still figure out who to play. I mean, uh, 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 Rick Barnes benched Fulkerson. He did not start in the game the other day. Um, those two freshmen are dynamite, Springer and Johnson, no question about that. Victor Bailey seems to have kind of slid back down. So I, I, I still maintain that Tennessee reminds me of old Big Ten teams. They are early in possessions. They are passing up too many good shots, looking for something better, and ending up with something worse. All right, let's get to our stuff here. Uh, let's do play of the week. Brought to you by Center State Bank with four Lachua County locations to serve you better. Play of the week, Mark. Okay, I did have the Scotty Barnes uh, uh, finish uh, originally. Uh, and if you didn't see that, Florida State had 5.4 seconds to go, and they got it into Barnes, and he took five dribbles. So that's the Fran Frischella, uh dribble a second theory. However, then I found Purdue, Indiana, Fort Wayne, Demetric Horton yesterday. Uh, not yesterday, Saturday, against Youngstown State. He comes down three on two on the break, and it looks to me like he's starting to like sort of shovel the ball to the guy on his right, and both defenders kind of bite that way. And all of a sudden he decides, I can't do that. He throws it off the backboard and goes and gets it himself and jams it. Now, we've all seen players do that, but they're ahead of the pack. Or you've seen it where there's two guys, and the first guy lobs it up off the glass, second guy follows in and flushes, okay? This is a guy who did it three on two back to himself. It happens so fast and so explosive. So you can you can play around. I think it's on the ESPN website, and it, it, it's worth looking because you'll go, wow, how did he do that? That is good. That's great play of the week. All right, lots of questions for Mark. Our questions of the week brought to you by Paul Gardner Chiropractic, committed to your comfort and care. You can send your questions to hoop, there it is, show at gmail.com. Molly and Gainesville, do Gonzaga take the overall number one seat over the weekend, or can Baylor still get it? Baylor can still get it because Baylor has many more opportunities. When I say many more, I mean we're down to the last three weeks of regular season play. Baylor still has more resume-building opportunities than Gonzaga. They can still get it. Uh, George and Ocala, will having two more canceled games keep the Gators out of the tournament? Will it hurt them at all? No. Canceled games have no impact as long as you play um, 
your the minimum number of games, which Florida's already done. That minimum number is 13. And the committee is, whether you end up playing 25 games, 23 games, 21 games, I don't care. The committee still answers these three questions. Who did you play? Who did you beat? Where did you beat them? Okay. Ike and Gainesville, FSU's won 11 straight overtime games, which I think is a record. Yeah. Uh, including the one over Wake. What do they do differently in the extra time to win? I wish I knew because every coach in the country would bottle that up because yeah. nobody can explain that. And I promise you, if you ask Leonard Hamilton, he can't explain it either other than to say we have great players. And they have maybe confidence they that have, they've done it. Yeah, you've you know. been there, done that, <clears throat> yeah. know how to win close games. Ahmad and Jacksonville, what teams are on the bubble now? Well, um, you know, I'll give you a couple that kind of interest me. One is UConn. UConn won the other day. Uh, uh, they're supposed to get um, book night back yeah. this week, which is a big thing for them. St. Louis is a team that intrigues me because in the non-conference before their long shutdown, um, they were um, on the verge of being ranked. They beat LSU. Um, they have a couple of good wins. But then they came back from this long layoff and lost their first two games in the A-10 to teams that they shouldn't have. But they've now won three in a row. Um, obviously, the Drake thing we've already discussed. And then I guess the one that's going to keep uh, in terms of the Blue Bloods is going to be Duke and Carolina. Duke has the better schedule to finish stronger. Carolina has the better resume right now. Okay. Uh, Kim and Gainesville, the Gators are a seven-seed in the Marty's bracket prediction. Yeah. How deep into the SEC tournament do they have to go to get a better seed? Um, if you're basing it off just the tournament itself, uh, they would probably have to win twice. But, you know, conference tournaments are such an iffy thing yeah. in, t- in terms of the <clears throat> impact it has on your resume. Yeah, it, it, conference tournaments are more impactful if you're on the bubble. If you're safely in around that seven seed, a first-round loss is not going it, to it, – it's a fender bender. It is not totaling your car. I've always thought – it's funny you said that because I've always thought in a tournament like that, Mark, if you are a seven seed and, or whatever and you right. lose, okay, you may drop us, but it's not going to really no, 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 whack no. you. No, And you, I think you really have to go – deep in the tournament to really make it a boost for you, well, too. the reason I say that, if, if let's just say, for instance, Florida's the five seed in the SEC tournament, well, your first-round game, you're going to play the 12 seed, okay? Well, if, if that's a loss, that's a fender bender, yeah. okay? If you win that game and then you play the four seed, now you've got a resume-building opportunity. Right. So that's kind of the rationale yep. there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, A.J. and Fernandina. Michigan beat Wisconsin over the weekend. Are they still a top four team, even with a long layoff? Uh, you'll have to wait until we get to our top four today. That's right. How's that for a tease? I love it. Nelson Look, and- even Fred looked up at that one. <laughs> He's like, oh, I love it. <laughs> wow. Nelson and Tampa. Uh, the Big Ten of the Big 12 looked like they might dominate the higher seeds this year. How did the ACC fall so suddenly out of the top? Who do you think is the better conference? Of the top two? I'm guessing it's uh, Yeah, the Big Ten is the better conference. Uh, that's not even debatable. Uh, the closer one is the, the argument between the Big 12 and the SEC. I think the SEC right now is third. Um, the answer to the ACC is very simple because I just mentioned it. 
when Duke and Carolina aren't as good as they typically are, and when we say that, they're in the stratosphere of college hoops now. They're not, they're not third or fourth in the ACC. And now you've got a situation where they're very much middle of the pack. Holly and Gainesville. Mark, I know your wife is the volleyball coach at UF. Okay. And they're on a great run right now. I'm interested. Do your kids watch more basketball or more volleyball? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> How can I win at this? Um, okay, here's the bottom line answer to that. <laughs> yeah. How was that? Was that, that a good was very answer? Nice. Yeah. Uh, we, we had a small. Let me just say this. Small technical issue there. Yeah. Typically, uh, well, not typically. Never has volleyball been played at the same time as basketball right now. Correct. So, in the fall, we watch more volleyball, but in the winter. And both of our boys are in uh, coaching, as you well know. So right. they both co- coach men's basketball. So um, with that being said, the answer is easy. It's basketball. Okay. Um, Marin in Gainesville saw that Maine opted out the rest of the right, season. Right, right. You think more teams will do that going forward, maybe teams that don't like, like tournament teams? Yeah, I, I, that, that's a great question. The NCAA has addressed that issue and have left it up to the conferences. So if you have a team – that wants to opt out, that's well within their purview as long as the conference signs off on it. Do I expect anybody in the SEC to opt out? I do not. Uh, Keith in St. Augustine, will the three games the Gators lost get rescheduled? The SEC has a weekend. uh, The last weekend of the regular season is not scheduled. They did that on purpose. So there is the opportunity to schedule at least one game in that last weekend. For instance, Florida's last regular season scheduled game as it stands right now is, I think, Wednesday against Missouri. I think it's here, March 3rd. But they don't have a game on March 6th. All I can tell you is that the league is working through that right now. They're, they're trying to figure out who can play who and who, who can play who where because the league doesn't want to end up in a situation where you're supposed to play 18 games, and if somebody can get to 16, they don't want it to be six at home and 10 on the road. So you got to have that kind of conversation as well. Boy, just little things. That yeah, you just, just take it's for a granted. it's a it's a domino. Yeah, I mean, and unfortunately, it's a domino of problems. Yeah, sure there, there's not a lot of great solutions. Ben and Gainesville, how do the Gators match up against Arkansas? Can we expect a win? Love the show. Well, you can always expect to win, can't you? Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have Florida will have to play extremely well. They'll have to make basketball plays. They'll have to make some unpracticed plays. I've said that when I've had Arkansas, they make you take unpracticed shots. They will double-team the ball. So what do I mean by that? They did this against Sharif Cooper. I would expect them to probably do it against Trey Mann. He brings the ball up one-on-one. They'll send somebody else and just go double-team. They're, they're going to get the ball out of your playmaker's hands. Okay, uh, and for instance, the night that I had them um, against Mississippi State, they would throw the ball in the middle to Tolu Smith, who's six foot ten, and he's wide open, but he's not a decision maker, so he didn't know what to do. He didn't know, and you can practice it, but they've got you now in a scattered um, game time lights are on situation, and and so they're willing to play four on three defensively behind the ball. Uh, but but you better understand that that's coming. The other part of that is they're kind of a relentless group. I really like their competitiveness. Jalen Tate 
is a grad transfer from Northern Kentucky at the point, six foot five. Justin Smith is a, um, a grad transfer from IU who, who missed some games with injuries. And then they have a lottery pick, the back end of the lottery, uh, Moses Moody, quiet shooter, which you know I love. Six foot five. He's kind of in the mold of a, I mean, he's kind of in the mold of a Del Curry, an Allen Houston, if you will, for, for those that mm-hmm. I'm dating myself. But he's a bigger guard with a really quiet release. And you do love that. Uh, Chris in Orlando, what games you call on this week? Uh, I'm on the Alabama train. So the number eight team in the country. Uh, I have Wednesday and Saturday both. And then three games next week. So things are picking up toward the stretch here. I have uh, Alabama and Texas A&M, hopefully, on Wednesday because Texas A&M still hasn't played. They've missed four games. Uh, and then Alabama on the, on the weekend as well. Um, is there a team in our league, Mark, um, that is not ranked um, that right now you wouldn't want to play? Well, I just had them. Uh, on Saturday, and that's Ole Miss. And um, it's odd that, and I'll give it kind of a timeline. I have our our game with Ole Miss started at six Eastern. On Saturdays, Lenardi sends out three different emails during the day. At the six p.m. email, it was the first time um, Ole Miss had popped up on the next four out. Remember, Ole Miss had won three in a row. Um, they beat Tennessee. They won at Auburn with the Schuler last second shot that I think we talked about last week. And then they beat Missouri, uh, waxed Missouri good. And so they were uh, shooting for four in a row. And we were talking about they're headed toward Bubbleville, but they're not there yet. Well, when, when Lenardi puts you on the next four out, guess what? You just went to the bubble. So at halftime, when we came out at halftime, that's what we led with. I mean, this is where we're headed. I mean, this is a huge game for Ole Miss right now. Interesting that you that question would lead into this. Ole Miss and LSU were supposed to play this Wednesday. Because of COVID issues earlier in the season, they moved that game to mid-January. So these two teams had an open weekend uh, weekend, midweek, this week, this Tuesday, Wednesday, they are playing each other again, and they're playing each other in Oxford again. So I'm sure that Will Wade had to sign off on that at some point, or somebody at LSU had to sign. So I give LSU credit for willing to do that. As a result, that game is a quad one opportunity for both teams. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why. So Ole Miss... Ole Miss, another opportunity. Yeah. And, and look, I think that's great. Uh, and and you know, whatever you want to think of Will Wade, maybe he sees it as the, what you just said, a quad one opportunity for us too. Yeah, well, they needed – their resume also was lacking in big-time wins yeah. until they won um, – they, they kind of dominated Tennessee. And it goes back to Tennessee can't score. But I didn't, I didn't like Tennessee's fight the other day. I mean, LSU has been known – defensively they've been soft everybody has talked about it that's not mark speaking at everybody has talked about they were not soft they were the aggressive the more aggressive team that that game was never as close as the score indicated all right those are our questions of the week brought to you by paul gardner chiropractic committed to your comfort and care and again if you have them you can send your questions to who there it is show at gmail.com 
We will take a break, come back. Mark will do his Chalk Talk segment, much more to come. You can call us up and talk hoops with him as well. Hoop, there it is, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. It's hoop season, and there's many of you out there will try and act like the Gators do on the court and relive the glory days. But when you get the aches and pains from doing the moves you shouldn't be trying anymore, you'll know it's time to see Dr. Paul Gardner, and he'll fix you upright. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they've got affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that'll get you better in no time. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you diagnosed the right way. So call them today at 727-4438. At Center State Bank, they put business first. They're the largest community bank in the state of Florida and understand that small businesses need a community business partner that they can rely on. Center State has five convenient Alachua County locations to serve you better. They invite you to come in and experience the Center State difference. To learn more, visit centerstatebank.com. Center State Bank, member FDIC. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. You might know that State Farm agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at clients' requests. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352 566 1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. Welcome back to Hoop. There it is on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF. Lori Less with Crime Prevention Security Systems by preventing package theft with their doorbell camera. Contact them today at cpss.net. All right, let's go to our campus USA. Phone line, Byron will talk. Byron, hello. Hey guys, coach, how you doing? Um, a few weeks ago, I started. How are you, man? Coach. Oh, good, coach, and a uh, happy Earth, Wind, and Fire to you. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> hey, a few weeks ago, I lost my uncle, Coach John Cheney, and uh, oh yeah, I lost the touch with Temple, and that kind of woke me back up. Matter of fact, I'm wearing my Temple stuff right now because my brother was talking, but uh. I, I think they're in Atlantic 10, and I know Xavier might be in that conference, but if you can, real quick, tell me what you think, because of the Gators, I'm just my bandwagon team, because I'm really a Gator, but 
what do you think they're going to do in the tournament? Do they have a chance? Uh, is it just wishful thinking? And last, Coach. Um, well, hold on. Are, do you mean the okay, SEC tournament or the NCAA tournament? Yes, sir. In his tournament. I'll, I'll, I'll Are you talking about Temple? Temple. Temple's yes, in the American. Yeah, they're in the American. American. And Xavier is in the Big East. Okay, I missed that. But I was wondering how good is Temple doing right now? And do yep. you think they're going to have a chance to get in the tournament? Uh, no. They do not have a chance no, to get in the tournament so. there in the back half. Um, uh, they've won some games recently. Um, mm-hmm. um, the, you know, it's the second year for Aaron McKee. Uh, so right. in, in terms of that turnover from uh, Fran Dunphy, who I thought did a fantastic job um, with their uh, pr- program over the years. Um, mm-hmm. Temple is... Yeah, it's an interesting situation because I th- always thought Temple was um, a team that was built. You'll remember the Mark Macon years and, right. and, and guys yes, like sir. that. So they they had always had lean, long, tall guards. Guards. Uh, yes. And so e- even in recent years with Quentin Rose, mm-hmm. I mean they've had mm-hmm. that. So uh, I'm figuring this out as we speak. Temple's four and eight now. They were shut down forever. Mm forever in terms of the covid so they're at the uh, they're not they're you know they're in the bottom three of the of the american uh they're not going to get out of that tournament so no not this year but i do like the aaron mckee hire i mean he's a temple guy and it was a good player it was a great player yeah wasn't he yeah and i was going to ask you that but you answered it what kind of a situation you think the uh, coaching uh you know, situation is, but you answered that thing. And last, uh, the little bit I get to watch the NBA, it was getting boring in the, probably the New York Knicks in the 80s, 90, <laughs> and boy, they're scoring. So I, I've been wondering what's been happening different, and I look at the mid-range jump shot that went away. And what do you think, is that has that come back in the NBA game and college? And if so, what is the reasoning of the comeback of the mid-range jump shot and thank god it's back coaches (laughs) well the analytics will tell you that it's not back that teams are launching more threes than ever before um and i think that's the the future of the nba continues to be that um the alabama way if you will on college you either shoot a three or you shoot something at the rim you don't shoot mid-range and alabama i think you'll get benched if you shoot a mid-range game (laughs) a shot so um but I, 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 again, I think there's a. I, I said this last year because, and we documented all year for everybody that the three point shooting was down because of the new line. Three point shooting is still down from what it was three years ago, and so I, I would like to see some more analytics about the mid range compared to this new line. I do think there's a place for it. Jarkel Joiner at Ole Miss, uh, I sensational mid-range uh, jumper can't throw it in the ocean from the arc so uh, he's got one of those loud shots one of those one of those Kenny Boynton shots that I used to talk about all yeah. the time so I, I would like to see a little bit more mid-range but I don't think it's coming anytime soon let's uh, hear from Rick Rick hello yeah hey Steve hey Mark hey Rick um, uh, Mark, you kind of got me watching Sharif Cooper out of Auburn. Uh, what do you think? A couple of weeks. I, I think he's terrific. Um, I mean, I, I just love his game. 
the the I also saw top ten NBA picks, and he he was like number seven. Yeah, and, and I was wondering, Mark, what I mean is he ready? For, I mean, I don't know if he has the body. You know, you look at you always talk about the NBA bodies. I'm right, right. Is he a number seven pick? Let me put it to you this way: If I have the number seven pick, and I'm taking a point guard, I'm not taking a point guard that can't make threes. And that's the only knock in his game right now. It's a very slow release. He's not very big, so he shoots it low. It is a set shot, so he's he, you know he, I, he's quiet like I like. But uh, uh, until he can show that he can make threes, uh, I don't. I, you know personally, I don't think he's in the top ten. But now, let me say he can do some things with the ball as a point guard. That is elite, and if you want to take somebody in the top ten, they better be elite in some areas. And actually, that was my next question. You know, is his game? You know, the um, you know, will that transition over? Um, and when will we see him in the SEC next year? Do you think you know if he does come back to Auburn, that that could be a heck of a team next year? If he and is, I'll hang up and listen. Okay, thank thanks. You. Thank you. I appreciate. It. If he's in the top twenty, there's and probably the top 30. If he's in the top 20, there is zero chance he will be back at Auburn, and I'd be the first one to tell him. If you're in the top 20, go, man. Watched a lot of Auburn, Kentucky the other day. Yeah. Swat, swat, <laughs> swat, swat. Yeah, those two teams can block shots, yeah. can't they? Man. Auburn is Auburn is not physical, but, man, are they explosive above the rim. Yes. Kentucky's a little bit more – even Kentucky's not – physical like Kentucky is. But when you're talking about Jackson inside and, and JT Thor inside and the, and the way that they can block shots. so um, And it was funny because when Cooper tried to go in a few times, right, right. rejection city, yeah, yeah. and well, he doesn't have the three-pointer that... That's why... I, I, is, he, is he first round? Probably. Is he top ten? No way in my way of thinking. Okay. Uh, let's do uh, Chalk Talk now, brought to you by Meldon Law, the only official law partner of the Florida Gators. Chalk Talk. Well, I thought I would tell you the difference between what's called a ghost screen and a slip screen. Very good. So it's very easy to do this. The ghost screen is designed for the player with the ball, and that's this guard with the X inside the circle. Remember, O's are for offense, X's are for defense. The ghost screen is designed for the guy with the ball to be the scorer. So the ghost screen comes over and he sprints as if he's going to set a screen, but then he'll avoid that guy and get away from him. Why? All you're looking for is for that defender to hesitate, to flinch. It's no different than a wide receiver screen in football. They don't, they don't teach you anymore, I don't think. I, you can correct me. But they don't teach you to go pick anymore because they'll call that. But they go and they ghost him to, to make the defender just hesitate enough for them to get the guy out in the flat. The difference is in a slip screen, when the guy comes to set the screen and then slips to the basket, that play is designed for the screener to score. The ghost screen is designed... For the dribbler to score, and that's the difference between the two. So if you're calling a play in the huddle, right, and so... Well, we don't huddle in basketball, but it's okay. Yes, you do. At free throws. Okay. Well, no, I mean, in other words, timeout. Okay. 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 You, you 
get together, right? Yeah. So yes, Mister Football. Okay, yes. So uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. You you gather around the coach. How about that? How about he uh, gives you a signal? You know, five. Uh, yeah, but I mean, if, in other words, I'm saying in the timeout where you're going to yeah. you're going to do a a, a play a, right. a designated play. So will he say to the player, "I want you to set a ghost screen. I want you to set a slip screen." No, or is that part of what you it, do? Yeah, in the play? It's part, it, most of the time, it's part of what you want to do. Okay, I mean, there there may be some exceptions to that, um, and then the NBA is not that way now. The NBA is at a different level IQ wise from a basketball perspective. So remember, college guys, I talk about this a lot, especially freshmen. They don't know how to play with others. So if you were to draw this up and never practice it, college guys can't do this. Wow. If okay. you can if you could draw it up in NBA guys, they can do it. Okay. Chalk Talk brought to you by Meldon Law, the only official law partner of the Florida Gators. Sub of the week brought to you by G Tech Clean. G Tech Clean is EPA approved to kill COVID nineteen and kills ninety nine point nine percent of all germs and viruses. Visit gtechsport.com. For more information, sub of the week. Okay, I'm cheating a little bit because this guy actually started yesterday, but he, the only reason he's starting is because Drake's best player is not playing. So we talked about the Drake game earlier. Um, Garrett Sturts is a six foot three junior for Drake, scored zero points in the game yesterday, played 31 minutes, had six rebounds and two steals, including a couple of blocks in the last three or four minutes, got his elbows dirty all the time. Um, every team needs a Sturts. Every team needs a, a guy who can impact winning without ever touching the basketball, and that's what he did. Who was that for Florida? Right now? Yeah. Probably Omar Payne. Okay. I mean, he, he doesn't necessarily, you know, I, that, that, I'd have to rethink that a no, little but bit. I, I but see what you're saying. Yeah, he can impact the game without ever – Throwing it to him and and scoring, and and I can just hear Mike White to your point saying, okay, if you have an off night, if you're not, how can you impact the game in other ways? Well, that was a great Billy Donovan line because yeah. Billy Donovan is the one who kind of documented that you only, even the guys that have their ball in college now, not the NBA, right? But in college, you might have the ball in your hands four percent of the game. So stop and think about that. Yeah. Only 4% of the time do you actually have the ball. What are you doing with your other 96%? It's a great point. That is a great point. Uh, we'll take a break, come back. Much more to come here. Hoop, there it is. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. There's always a party at Gators Dockside. Plenty of drink specials, lots of large screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action, and oh yeah, delicious food. You know you want some wings. Right now you can get 12 boneless wings any way you want them. Scooter hot or barbecue, two sides and ranch or blue cheese for just $10.99. And Gators Caters. Make your next event a tasty success by getting the Gators Dockside catering crew on the job. Stop by your closest Gators Dockside location or check them out online at GatorsDockside.com. Ma, it's a Mickey D's. There's food at home. But there's no chicken McNuggets at home. Okay, fine. That's two 10-piece chicken McNuggets. Have a nice day. 
So who's going to be sharing some of those chicken McNuggets? I thought you said there was food at home. You better watch it. No, you can't get this at home meal. Get it at McDonald's where you can get two of your faves, like a 10-piece chicken McNuggets or a Big Mac for just five bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Limited time offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey, this is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with Jeffrey Meldon. Jeffrey, I heard some great news. Meldon Law is the official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Actually, Jeff, we're the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators. Meldon Law, the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and South Florida. When it comes to info technology, things change fast. That's why we're here. From servers to cybersecurity, My IT Masters is your one-stop shop serving the greater Gainesville area for all your technology needs. So you can focus on business, not IT. Our professional staff handles all your network monitoring to make sure you stay connected wherever, whenever. And with service plans based on flat monthly fees, you'll get customized service and support for one affordable price. Small or large business, nobody does IT like the master. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. At Titan MRI, no insurance is no problem. And Titan MRI has same-day scheduling available. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Still plenty of time to get your call in here on Hoop, There It Is if you want to get it in. 392-8255, like a couple of people have already done. But in the meantime, we'll go to our Coach of the Week, brought to you by Celebration Point, future home of Spurrier's Gridiron Grill, Celebration Point, where Gators come to celebrate. Coach of the Week. Yeah, this is like Coach of the Week, Coach of the Decade, Coach of a Career. I mean, I've got Lon Kruger. Uh, Oklahoma started 2-2 two and two in the Big 12. They're now 8-4. and four. They're in solo second place. They had the big double overtime win at West Virginia. The other day, remember Lon Kruger is one of two coaches who have taken five different programs to the NCAA tournament. Do you know who the other one is? No. He all, this, the other guy also coached in the SEC at one point in time. So you can, you can mull on that. We'll come back to that. Okay. Right. okay. Two coaches have taken five teams, five different teams, five different programs to Tubby the NCAA. Smith. Tubby Smith. Very good. Very good. You're, you're shedding your football. <laughs> I, I'm I'm loving it. <laughs> like that, okay. uh, but Lon Kruger. I mean, he he's yeah. done a wonderful job with Oklahoma. They're going to be back in the NCAA tournament, and really, they got a lot of nice pieces. You're you're not going to want to play them. And remember, Florida was scheduled to play Oklahoma. Yeah. in Norman this year. Yeah. So that's a good choice. That is. Yeah, and a good guy too. I mean, it's above above and beyond everything else. Great guy. Um, all right, basketball top four. Brought to you by My IT Masters, your one-stop shop for your business's technology solutions. From voice over IP to cybersecurity, nobody does IT like the master. I don't think the top four has changed much. I was ready to change it after the first half of the Michigan-Wisconsin <laughs> game yesterday, but no. Gonzaga, Baylor, Michigan, Ohio State, move on. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know. Who is the next tier then? 
I the mean, next it, tier or no, the next team? Well, either. Because, I mean, in other words, are they that I, head and show? I, I think it's Gonzaga and Baylor. Or do you put Michigan in that elite group, too? Well, they're getting closer. Okay. But i got to see them play again after this long layoff. Okay. Um, I think Houston is in the next conversation. I think Alabama is in the next conversation. Um, I know Iowa has lost some games, but just check out Iowa's schedule and who they've played in the Big Ten. It, it's ridiculously good. So I think those those are probably – and I think the, the NCAA had their reveal – the other day. Yeah. Now, obviously, some teams in that reveal have already lost. Like, Tennessee was a three seed. They're not going to be a three seed anymore. Missouri. Missouri was the very last one at 16 as a four seed. They're not going to be in that. So, um, um, but it's just, you know, the, the reveal thing is, I like it, but it's just kind of, it's like the football reveal. Right. I mean, it, it's a starting point. It is. That's, that's all it is. But it's, it's th- th- here's the difference, though. In football, because there's only four, right? Right. Oh my God! They're who's but now we're just going to go. Did the did the top four in the reveal end up being the four in the playoff? There's a great question. Yeah, I don't. There there, we we can work on that one. But that's why now you got me talking football. And but it's a shame though. (laughs) It really is a shame, Mark, that the that the reveal doesn't have the same impact as it does because there's just so many more teams. Yeah, I think it gives you a sense of, like, I, I'll, get, I'll put it this way. Colgate is like number 11 in the net. Loyola, Chicago, until they lost yesterday, was like number 10 in the net. Okay, they're nowhere around the top. So at least it kind of filters that kind of stuff yes. out. Um, okay, let's do Baller of the Week. Brought to you by McDonald's of Gainesville with 10 locally owned and operated locations. Baller of the Week. Well, Creighton had a big win. And Creighton got their best player back, and their best player had 25 in that win over Villanova. So Marcus Zegarowski, I've been oh working boy. on that all week. Um, he had a, he had 25 in that win. Uh, what, that's a team that not a lot of people are talking about a deep run because they're built kind of like Alabama, and people really aren't talking about Alabama as a deep run. The difference between those two, Alabama is really good defensively. Really, really good. Like number two in defense, defensive efficiency, according to Kim Palm. Okay. Then because of that, and I agree, just the eyeball test, I think Alabama is good defensively. Why aren't they? Because of the reliance on the three? Yeah, no. Well, yeah, there are home run hitters, man, on the offensive end. Everybody wants to talk. They don't want to talk pitching. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Who cares about pitching? Well, I, hit the long ball. Do they have the ability to adapt if the three ball isn't going down? Well, their defensive numbers tell you that they do. Right. However, I have them on Wednesday, as I mentioned earlier. Yeah, you know what? You'll have to watch Wednesday. <laughs> I'm not giving away one of the things that I've... I've got a couple of things for Alabama that you'll have to watch on Wednesday. That's night. called a tease, but that's good. <laughs> uh, we'll take a break, come back. Much more to come. Hoop, there it is. Got a questions for Mark? Call us up on the Campus USA phone line, ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. 
Everybody out there listening has a great understanding of sports, and that means we all know that injuries are inevitable, and they can sometimes cause lots of stress in our lives. So that's why Titan MRI wants to make the process of finding out what's wrong as easy as possible. Their entire mindset is helping you get better, and they'll even have your scan read same day. Located right in the heart of Gainesville off of Newberry Road, access is awesome. No long walks from a parking garage, you can just walk right in and smile, knowing that Joe and the crew at Titan MRI are going to get you all fixed up. It's hoop season, and there's many of you out there will try and act like the Gators do on the court and relive the glory days. But when you get the aches and pains from doing the moves you shouldn't be trying anymore, you'll know it's time to see Dr. Paul Gardner, and he'll fix you up right. At Gardner Chiropractic and Injury, they've got affordable, no-stress care. From sports injuries to chronic pain and headaches that won't go away, they've got many therapies that'll get you better in no time. They can even order MRIs, ultrasounds, CAT scans, x-rays, and blood work to get you diagnosed the right way. So call them today at 727-4438. At Center State Bank, they put business first. They're the largest community bank in the state of Florida and understand that small businesses need a community business partner that they can rely on. Center State has five convenient Alachua County locations to serve you better. They invite you to come in and experience the Center State difference. To learn more, visit CenterStateBank.com. Center State Bank, member FDIC. You might know that State Farm agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor after all, but did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. Hi, this is Steve Spurrier here, and I have some wonderful news for the Gator Nation. Our new restaurant, Spurrier's, is opening at Celebration Point. Spurrier's is going to be a restaurant to come to celebrate Gator victories, anniversaries, birthdays, whatever. There's no better place than Celebration Point in Gainesville. Spurrier's going to be a -a one-of-a-kind restaurant with an exciting atmosphere and wonderful food. I'll see you at Celebration Point, where the Gators come to celebrate. Are you in the market to buy or sell a home? No matter what phase of real estate you find yourself in, you can trust Doreen Weeby at Coldwell Banker MM Parish Realtors. Even in this unique time we find ourselves in, Doreen will do whatever it takes to get you where you need to be with virtual tours, digital closings at clients' requests. Whether you're moving in or out, Doreen Weeby will provide you with fast, friendly, and reliable service that she has built her reputation on. It's no surprise that Doreen won Best Real Estate Agent in the Gainesville's People's Choice Awards. Gainesville, Alachua, Newberry, and all of Alachua County trust the best. Call Doreen Weeby today at 352 1411 or visit her online at yourdreamscomehome.com. Welcome back to Hoop. There it is on ESPN 981 FM 850 AM WRUF. Connect more with crime prevention security systems and easily view cameras at your home or business. Contact them today at cpss.net. As we start to wind down this week's hoop, there it is, our team of the week brought to you by Ruse Ogra State Farm Insurance. Uh, Ruse Ogra, your go-to agent in Gainesville, North Central Florida, for the service you deserve at the price you want. Team of the week. Okay, a quick question. Who coaches Iona? Uh, Rick Pitino. Very good. Iona played Friday night for the first time in 51 days because of COVID protocols. 51-day layoff. They beat Manhattan. Eric Crawford is a sports journalist in the Louisville area who had the tweet of the night on Friday night after that win where he said, you just cannot give Rick Patino 
that much time to prepare. <laughs> I I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. That is. Now, the funny part of that, Manhattan won the game the next day. Wow. So they split on see, the weekend. See, but I own as my, my team of the week. See? They didn't have a lot of time to prepare. <laughs> right? They time. lost. I rest my case. They lost. That's pretty good. Uh, you know, speaking of Manhattan, when I was a kid, they were pretty good. I mean, they had Billy Campion. Well, you go back I, to Fran Fraschella as the yeah, head coach. I mean, yeah. Billy Campion, those, they had some really good teams in Manhattan. Yeah. Anyway, enough of that. And they beat Florida in one NCAA tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah, with, with Billy, right? Was yeah, it, Bobby yeah. Uh, uh, Gonzalez as the head coach. Is that right? Well, I think I that's know. right, Bobby. Oof. Yeah. Well, that's very good. Games to watch. Brought to you by Gators Dockside, where Gators go for good food and good times with more TVs than anybody. You can always catch the game at Gators Dockside. I always put a preface on this because these are games we hope to watch in these COVID times. True. Tonight, Virginia at Florida State. Ooh, Doesn't yeah. get much better. Yep. Tuesday, Florida at Arkansas, no question. Texas is also at Oklahoma. That's a great game. Wednesday night, Utah State at Boise State. I say that with a question mark because Utah State's been on shutdown. But the, those two, along with Colorado State, are fighting at the top of the Mountain West. Don't be surprised if the Mountain West gets three bids and maybe four. Jeez. Thursday, Houston at Wichita State might be one of the only times Houston will lose again the rest of the season until they get to the NCAA tournament. Friday, St. Louis at Dayton. We've already talked about uh, the importance of this for St. Louis in terms of getting uh, uh, back to the at-large conversation. And then Saturday, UVA again at Duke. I say that because that's a much bigger game for, for Duke, Duke now. Yeah, Bellarmine at North Florida. Bellarmine is one of the four. We talked that's about that, this. Yeah, the new, yeah. One of the four new Division One programs. They are actually winning the A-Sun right now, but obviously winning at UNF is always a tall order. Why is that important for a program like Bellarmine if you don't to win that league? Because if, even if you don't win the tournament and get the NCAA, if you're the regular season champion, you get to go to the NIT. Let's hope there's an NIT. And as of today, I think there's going to be an NIT. And then finally, Illinois, who's kind of reemerged at the top of the Big Ten, is at Minnesota. Minnesota cannot beat anybody. I mean, they are O and what infinity on the road this year they cannot beat anybody but their list of road wins including michigan having beaten michigan is as good as anybody in the country so big test for illinois i actually watched minnesota at maryland yeah it can't throw it couldn't throw it in the ocean oh my gosh yeah it was painful how was their defense okay okay so what's the bottom line yeah you got to score, man. Yeah. Quit telling me you got to yeah. defend and rebound. It was like, you know, nails on the chalkboard watching them offensively. Just, right. you know, and, and what they did. They've got a great point guard in Marcus Carr, but sometimes he dribbles too much and they just don't play the same. They, 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 they get, they get, they're whacked out when they go on the road. <laughs> no other way to explain it. Um, somebody, uh, a caller, uh, brought up about Temple. Yeah. And, and we all know about Philly and its history, you know, with basketball. Sure. Um, those teams, LaSalle and all that, they've kind of fallen on some hard times. Why? Well, there's one program that hadn't fallen on hard times, and that's Villanova. Villanova. I right. mean, yes. it, so they're, they're carrying the big five right now. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know that I have a great answer for that. Uh, Dana O'Neill, who writes for The Athletic, uh, has written a couple of um, things about the, 
Um, Big Five lives there. She would be a better resource for that. Um, my general sense is when teams that have been good are no longer good, you either have, and I'm talking about over a period of time now. Sure. I'm not talking about Duke this year or Kentucky right. this year. I'm not, don't, don't go down that path. Usually there is a um, lack of resources, meaning it, at one point in time there were more resources thrown to athletics and to basketball than there is now, or you've had a series of bad hires. You've had a series of rollovers at the, at the head coaching position that just hasn't worked out. Okay, Georgetown, you know that. that. Yeah, can I mean, and the other part of that is, you, are you realistic about where the program is now? Yeah, because I don't care. You know, I, I don't see um, Patrick Ewing getting Georgetown to where. John Thompson. John Senior had right. them. Okay, right. John Junior couldn't get them to where John Senior had them. So, right. but you got to be realistic about that. Take a break. Come back. Uh, we're going to take a little closer look at Florida, Arkansas, as we wrap up hoop. There it is for this week. ESPN ninety-eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Crime Prevention Security Systems has provided security and life safety to families and businesses in Gainesville and surrounding areas since 1975. Their mobile app makes security and home automation easy to use and affordable. With fast access to lighting control, doorbell cameras, and thermostats, crime prevention and security, and so much more. Contact them today, 352-376-1499 or cpss.net. You might know that State Farm Agent Ruz Agra has great service. He's your good neighbor, after all. But did you know that State Farm has surprisingly good rates, too? Yep, that's right. Along with good neighbor service, State Farm Agent Ruz Agra has surprisingly great rates for everyone in Gainesville and North Central Florida. So call State Farm Agent Ruz Agra at 352-240-1779 for your surprisingly great rates today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. G-Tech Clean is your complete germ protection. It's EPA approved to kill COVID-19 and kills 99.9% of all germs and viruses. G-Tech Clean kills black mold and also deodorizes. It's the safe, affordable way to clean and sanitize your business. No matter if it's a gym, school, retail store, or office, G-Tech Clean is formulated to provide 24-7 protection. Try G-Tech Sport to keep your locker room and sports equipment clean and free of odors and germs. Visit gtechclean.com to see the wide array of G-Tech products to keep you safe. G-Tech Clean. There's always a party at Gators Dockside. Plenty of drink specials, lots of large screen TVs so you won't miss one second of the action, and oh yeah, delicious food. You know you want some wings. Right now you can get 12 boneless wings any way you want them. Scooter hot or barbecue, two sides and rancher blue cheese for just $10.99. And Gators Caters. Make your next event a tasty success by getting the Gators Dockside Catering Crew on the job. Stop by your closest Gators Dockside location or check them out online at GatorsDockside.com. Hi, I'm Coach Steve Spurrier, and I am a member of the Campus USA Credit Union. The Gator Nation has been counting on Campus USA Credit Union for over 80 years. Campus supports the Gators and our community. Campus membership is open to all UF students, faculty, staff, and alumni. Come see why over 100,000 members, like me, count on Campus USA Credit Union. So put some star power to work in your financial life. Visit CampusCU.com and join today. Hey, this is Florida Gator Jeff Cardozo, and I'm with Jeffrey Meldon. Hey, Jeffrey, I heard that you were the place to go to for Gator Athletic Ticket Contest Giveaways. 
That's right, Jeff. Melden Law is your hookup for Gator gymnastics, volleyball, softball, and baseball tickets. Go to MeldenLaw.com and enter for your chance to win. Melden Law, the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and South Florida. Welcome back to Hoop, There It Is on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. At Titan MRI, you'll visit the only locally owned and operated MRI imaging center in town. Call them up and start feeling better today. That's TitanMRI.com. Mark, the Gators getting a a red-hot Arkansas team that's playing very well. Its last two wins, Kentucky and Missouri, uh, they still have to play Alabama and LSU. So it's a big game for Arkansas, too. No question about it. Arkansas, I mentioned this uh, earlier, they don't have any uh, warts on their resume, um, but they do, They only have two quad one wins, and one of those was Saturday against Missouri, and that's really the only only thing missing. I think Lenardi probably had them in the 8-9 in the game, if I remember correctly, at some point in time. Um, a couple of things to remember about the net and resumes um lsu lsu has now moved inside the top 30 why is that important because florida's win over lsu is now a quad one win kentucky keeps creeping toward the top 75 they're at 76 today why is that important because right now the kentucky loss that florida had at home um is a quad three loss a little bit more than a fender bender uh, not totaling your car by any stretch, um, but that being said, if it, if they can get into the low seventies, then that's a quad two loss, and the committee will just kind of shrug its shoulders at that. Uh, for the game tomorrow um, for Florida, you mentioned we. I mean, th- th- it's going to be an unknown because yeah. they just haven't played for so long. Yeah, I think uh, if I were to say one thing uh, or maybe two things, and I actually said this about the game I had Saturday, but I think it's. Still true. I think the game's going to be won in the margins, Kentucky, Arkansas. Not the margins on your computer that you set up. Uh, rebound margin and turnover margin, and especially turnover margin. The way Arkansas plays, they're not going to let you connect the dots on offense. So you're going to have to make sure you're spaced and that you make good decisions. Everybody, even the guys, they're going to make the non-decision makers handle the ball some. That's that's and Eric Musselman's staple, and you got to make sure that you uh, don't give the ball away. I think he's a good coach. Yeah, you? I mean, he's done a marvelous job of molding all these transfers. I mean, they just I mentioned this, Justin Smith from IU, Jalen Tate um, um, from Northern Kentucky. He's got a lottery pick freshman in, in Moses Moody, Desi Sills on the side, uh, on the wing in terms of a scoring guard who's actually struggled lately, but uh, can get you 20 on any given night. So Florida will have, even if this wasn't a COVID year, even if there wasn't a layoff, if you're going to go win at Bud Walton, you better play well. You better make shots. Okay. I want to see what happens with that tomorrow. That is our hoop. There it is for today. Thanks to Brad for producing it. We thank you for listening to it. Always a pleasure to do it alongside this guy right here, Mark Wiseman. We'll do it again next Monday at 11 a.m. Sports scene is next. Stay tuned for that. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.